One of the biggest moments I experienced when I was first getting into me telling a story verbally was being comfortable with uh, who I was. Because when you begin, you're so not sure about uh, what people will like. You know, do I need to do the the podcast voice? You know, I, I didn't sound like what I thought, you know, people on radio and people in podcasts should sound like. So I was watching all these tutorials and it made me more, the more I tried, the more it didn't sound authentic. I think the biggest problem we're trying to overcome here at Podbooth is making people feel like they can podcast themselves. Um, it's not just a thing that professional broadcasters can do or radio DJs who decide they want to do a little bit on the side. Anyone can do it. If you love what you what you do, what you want to want to speak about, you will be able to speak about it endlessly. That's going to be the that's the biggest challenge, just to let people know that they can have all of that, and it's actually really easy. Welcome to episode 107 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that helps you become a top communicator by sharing stories from people who are influential in their field. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Podcasting popularity continues to grow and exciting things are predicted for podcast numbers in 2019. In the lead up to International Podcasting Day, I sat down with fellow Adelaide podcast enthusiast Rory Noak to hear his thoughts on the world of podcasting. Rory is Podbooth's co owner as well as their audio and video producer. He has over 10 years broadcast experience previously working with ABC, Network 10 and Channel 7. Rory is a podcaster himself and was selected as a host of the year finalist for the 2018 Australian Podcast Awards. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Rory talks about podcasting as an exciting and accessible way to tell stories. We look at why businesses should consider podcasts in their communication mix and he shares some top advice to help you start and distribute your own podcast. This is Rory's version of Be The Drop. Do you want more communication insights? Then jump onto Facebook and join me and my community of brand storytelling superheroes. It's absolutely free to join. We provide a supportive space and a range of helpful storytelling resources. So if this sounds like your kind of group, head over to Facebook and join the brand storytelling superheroes. I am super excited today to be here in Podbooth with Rory. Thank you so much for having me, Rory. You're very welcome to Podbooth. I know. I, I This is the first episode I've ever recorded on someone else's equipment. So it's very exciting to be here and testing it all out. And we've, uh, for those who can't see us, which is pr- pretty much everyone because you're listening, <laughs> uh, we've set the, uh, the lighting of the studio up to be... Uh, Amelia's colours, which are blue and red. I was very impressed. Thank you. So I, we have taken photos, though, so we'll make sure that even if you're listening, you can check out the socials and see this beautiful setup. Right. Well, let's get started, Rory, by introducing your item of significance, which is something that explains a little bit about you and connects you with your community. I brought this in, which is a DVD, which is a movie that if you look in the back on the credits there, you'll see... Produced and written by Rory Noak. That is right. Woo! That is right. Oh, my God. That's my item of significance. Tell us about that and the history behind it. Okay. I think my whole life I wanted to be a storyteller. I wanted to 
uh, you know, tell. I you started out writing stories when I was a kid, and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I started writing these big dramatic stories, and I felt like, wow, this should be a movie. So you know, I you know started filmmaking and went off and made this film, and it was an enormous amount of work, enormous amount of work yeah. to make a film. And I'm thinking, well, since I've done the hard yards now and I've made one, <laughs> uh, from now on it'll be easy. Every other film will be, oh, you're the filmmaker who made 10 metres. It's going to be easy. Uh, but it turned out to be even harder to make your next film and your next film. And I, all I wanted to do deep down was tell stories. And, you know, we're talking years between between projects and I had so many ideas and things I wanted to do and scripts that I would write and I'd invest all this time and effort and when if the film didn't get made or couldn't get financed or whatever, no one ever heard that story. And it, it kind of killed me. I mean, years after years of that, you know, eventually one day when I tried experimenting with podcasting, I, I realized that I could tell a story in and everyone could hear it virtually right away. And that's something I, you know, I'd wanted my whole life. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Thank you. I'm like, I'm right, very engrossed in the story. I can very personally relate. I love storytelling. So you're, it's a kindred spirit. You're talking my language. <laughs> and how amazing is it that podcasting is this medium that is so accessible? So tell us then what led to Podbooth. A friend of mine, Curtis, we uh, we had a movie review show. Every episode, we would have to find a location around Adelaide, somewhere we, we where we could record that would let us that we could sit down. It would be quiet. And we could just do our show. And it was hard work. I got more excited about the idea of helping others do that. So we started Podbooth as a studio that would be quiet and would be soundproofed and sound treated and good microphones and all that technical stuff that I would expect. But we get a chance to work with other storytellers and other podcasters. Mm. And that's the, that's what gets me really excited about this whole industry and working within it. So you've created this beautiful space in Adelaide and we're sitting on a desk which has, what, got five mics on it? Four at the moment, but we're going to add a couple more, so we'll have six. <laughs> I can't count. Four mics at the moment. <laughs> they're, they're really big, so it kind of looks like there's more. So there's space for up to six microphones sitting around a table. I mean, that's that's a fairly big <clears throat> podcast to have six. Yeah, we imagine we like the idea that people could do a, a round table. Uh, mm-hmm. Discussion. I guess it's modelled on a on a radio station. You know, we've I've taken the specs from a lot of radio, and um, but aesthetically, I've I've designed it to look like a TV studio because that's you mm. know brought, that's my background. So you've got a nice, a harmonious mix of them, and it's interesting. You know, obviously, radio stations now, and we were talking about this before, are getting very heavily involved in podcasts because it's an audio platform. Mm. So that makes sense for them to do that. Yeah. You know. With that growth, what what have you seen in this growth area of podcasting? You know, radio is one area that are getting heavily involved in it, but obviously you're providing a space for those outside of radio. So where Uh, else is the growth coming from? I'm seeing it a lot from uh, audio drama, like what, you know, people used to listen to before there was television. It was all all radio drama Mm. and it's a forgotten medium. But it's coming back. It's coming back and it's done in a really – It's some of the ones I've heard are, are, are fantastic. Mm. I got put onto one a while ago from a friend of mine um, called Homecoming. I was so hooked on this show and I was just listening and I could find myself doing the dishes while listening to the next episode, driving to work, listening to the episode, you know, at work, sneaking on my phone, listening to a bit more. You know, I could, <laughs> I could, I could do it. I could, you can't do that with television. You can't listen to watch TV on your car while no. doing the dishes. And um, anyway, that was the, just the, my first my introduction to audio drama, podcast drama. Mm. And uh, since then, I've started hunting around for more, and there's more and more coming out. But I mm. think it's I think it's going to explode. Yeah, we've had at, here at Podbooth, we've had 
so many actors come through who want, you know, getting voice reels put together because they want to work in audio. And I just think if I can start partnering up, because, you know, with my screenwriting, filmmaking background, I know writers as well. And if I mm. can just start putting these these people who want to tell stories, these writers, mm. into the into an environment with actors who can want to do sound and do, you know, audio, any kind of acting, yeah. um, they could create some magic yeah. Content, yeah, and I think this is an exciting path that podcasts are going to start going down, yeah, in, and we can really help our drive forward at Podbooth. We have talked a lot about storytelling, which is great. This is a topic I love, but I'd like you to share a story with us now. Um, you know, along this journey that's brought you to Podbooth, um, if you could share with us a story about whether it was a key moment or a you know a combination of moments that led up to some lesson, like maybe an aha moment or something, you know, what is something that you can share with us along those lines? One of the biggest moments I experienced when I was first getting into me telling a story verbally was being comfortable with um, who I was. Because when you begin, you're so not sure about... Uh, what people will like, you know, do I need to do the the podcast voice, you know, or do, do I have, I don't, my voice is all, all nasally and crap and I, I don't, I didn't sound like what I thought, you know, people on radio and people in podcasts should sound like. So I was watching all these tutorials and it made me more, the more I tried, the more it didn't sound authentic. Well, I hadn't quite found my voice, but there was one moment where I just went a bit nutty in an episode. I really got overexcited and in this silly review for Jumanji, it was the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle movie review. And, uh, I went so over the top that it felt, when I played it back, I actually felt like this is the closest thing to who I really am that I've ever recorded. Once I'd heard that and people started responding positively, my listeners on that one episode just went straight up. So that was my aha moment. Oh, I really, I thank you for sharing that story. I really like, I was thinking of Dr. Zeus, you know, there's nobody that can be you than you. And I can totally relate, you know, just yeah. feeling comfortable to make mistakes as well, yeah. you know, just do it, put it out there and just keep trying. And eventually, you know, you fit into yeah. that groove. Yeah. I occasionally do some solo episodes in between because normally mine sure. have got a guest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I find them much more challenging. All right. We're now going to slip into the power, power round. round. <laughs> Actually, Chris adds some sound effects for that, which I like. All right, so your power round question is your number one reason why businesses should get into podcasting. Businesses should get into podcasting because businesses are filled with these brilliant, exciting people who get into their field of interest because they love it and they really, really love it. So they ended up working in that sector. This is a chance for those individuals to stand out, to become thought leaders within their own industry, within their own business. And uh, podcasting is, the, is this brilliant platform that's just perfect for them because they can still talk about their business, but it's now we get to see the individual. Mm, and it's similar. I do some work in the space where we provide training for LinkedIn, for staff on LinkedIn yeah. and working with businesses. And, you know, sometimes you come up against this internal pushback where people go, oh, we don't want our staff to be profiled and, you know, showcased on LinkedIn because somebody else might poach them, you know, for showcasing them. You know, and I understand the concern, but my answer to that is if you provide such a great working environment and Mm -hmm. they're happy in their job, they're going to stay. They're going to stay. If you've got a person that is really genuine and passionate that works within a business, then there's that credibility and people don't feel sold to. You know, my dad says to me something like, you know, you can't sell to people, you can only give them reasons to buy. 
you know, and credibility and trust, somebody that they can, you know, they can trust those reasons, yeah. what that person gives them information. Sure. You know, it's a great avenue for businesses to to broadcast yeah. and share their information to build credibility and trust, you know, which is what we're all trying to do. That's absolutely why businesses should podcast. Fantastic. Okay, so the second question for your power round is your biggest business challenge and how you overcame it. I think the biggest problem uh, when overcoming that I'm trying, we're trying to overcome here at Podbooth is making people feel like they can podcast themselves. Um, it's not just a thing that professional broadcasters can do or radio DJs who decide they want to do a little bit on the side. Anyone can do it. If you love what you do, what you do, what you want to want to speak about, you will be able to speak about it endlessly. That's going to be the that's the biggest challenge, just to let people know that they can have all of that, and it's actually really easy for them to do that. We do all the hard work for them. We make it all edit it all together and make it sound really really good. All right. So I also wanted to introduce. This is the first time actually I think I've done this. A new question. Oh, exciting. Is the quote. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like quotes get a little bit of some, – some people love them. Some people are like, oh, my God, please don't live by a quote. But Be The Drop is based around one of my favourite quotes, which is a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from there. Mm. So it's all around that collective consciousness and how we unify people. Could you share one, a quote that you find powerful and why? I have a quote that I used that I told myself every time I wrote a script when I was writing screenplays. Mm. Every time I had it written on a post-it note on my monitor um, and it's always be escalating uh, because in, in screenwriting, in film, um, the story has to get bigger and ramp up and up and up and up. It's got to end stronger than it started. You've got to start strong, but you've got to end stronger. It's got to be bigger and be more exciting. And mm. if, you, if your story starts to lag off and drift off, then you've, it's lost. I keep talking in film terms because that's my, my, my background, I suppose. Um, but that's probably my favourite quote. Oh, I like it too. So we've talked about your journey with Podbooth. Where do you see it going now What's or next? Where do you see it going next? I like to think that it's going in lots of different directions. I like to think that uh, individuals are going to be able to come in from the businesses that they, they belong to, they, they work within, and we're going to start hearing these amazing stories that we'd never heard because – and like that's a, those are usually closed shops. We don't hear that, and we're going to hear stories that are just, oh, you know, ignite our imaginations mm. when, when we're sitting back and we're listening. And that's, I mean, I'll be sitting there in the studio listening and twiddling the knobs and making sure it sounds really nice and clean. But to really, it's to me, it's hearing the story. Yeah, I just want to hear new stories, and yeah. this is a medium that's going to allow that. Yeah. So, what do you think then? Are there some tips that you could provide if somebody wants to? Just start playing around with audio, even at home. You know, if they're just home sure. getting started, you know, you've obviously audio quality is going to be an issue. But what are some tips and things like that that you would give to try and get people started? Gosh, don't record outside. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've done that. I have, there was a couple of random episodes uh, where we did it in a backyard and we just had a lot of dogs barking and people mowing the lawns and things. You think, oh, it'll be a nice tranquil outdoors with the birds, but no. It's a nightmare. I think having, if you're going to interview someone, try and have the same microphone, two microphones, one for each of you, and they're the same microphone. Mm. That was the other mistake. When people start out, they just use what they've got. Yep. You know, and I did the same. I had a bit of one good mic and a crappy mic, and then I had a, I got an even better mic that made the other mic sound crappy. And and you spend so much time in 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 post and in EQing it, trying to make it sound like the 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 equal. Mm. It never quite does. Yeah. Um. 
just save yourself with a heartache and get two microphones that that match. Yeah. And what about distribution for podcasts? You know, any tips around getting your podcast out there? Oh, get it onto iTunes. Get it into Apple Podcasts. Mm. Uh, I've, I've, I've read, so I've read uh, that uh, if you launch your podcast with a strong six episodes, you've got a much higher chance of getting picked up on uh, uh, on what do they call it? New and noteworthy. Mm. Um, because when you launch, you know, you get all your friends and family and everyone and their dog to listen. <laughs> and, yeah, you're going to have a big spike. And if you've got six episodes that spike, that's the sort of thing that gets you noticed. Mm. So that's the advice I give everyone who comes through Pod, pod Booth. If you, if you want to be strategic about your launch, maybe backlog a few episodes and yep. then launch hard. Mm. Oh, well, that's good advice. There's a tip for you. <laughs> Works for Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So what? anything else that you – what other advice do you give podcasters when they're coming through? Anything that they need to know about how to podcast? Know the topic you want to talk about and know where you want it to end. Like mm. where, you, where, are you, where is this story that you're telling, this journey or whatever you're telling? What's your end goal? If you've got a point you want to make, know what that point is and then you can use all your dot points that lead up to that. Mm. Yeah. That's my that would be my advice. Great. And you know, this is a really exciting space podcasting. You know, we're seeing growth. It's really growing. At the same time we're seeing things like Facebook decline for the first time ever. Yeah. You know, and podcasting is on the up and up. So it's a really exciting space to be involved in. It is. You know, how do you overcome that fact that it's that it's still growing and it's, you know, even though podcasting has been around for a long time, its awareness is only relatively new. I it's not something I feel like we need to overcome because most people, even if they're not ready to podcast, they already know what it is. Mm. Most people know. You get the odd person here and there that just still doesn't get it. There was a period where I didn't know what YouTube was. <laughs> you know, I had to like, I think I even did a search, what is YouTube? You know, because I didn't understand what the concept was of me and my tubing. Is it like TV? <laughs> is it TV shows on the internet that I can watch? I didn't. I didn't get it. Yeah. But now everyone gets it. And it's crazy to think that there was a time that we didn't. Yeah. Uh, and podcasting will be the same. If you yeah. either have a selection of shows that you you subscribe to all the time, or mm. you podcast yourself, or you know someone that does, mm. it'll become normal. Yeah. Get in now. Yeah. Get in from the ground up. If it's been around for a while, but it's starting to take off now. And if mm. you get in now, yeah. in the next couple of years, when everyone else wants to get in, you'll already be big. Yeah. Get big now. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rory, for sitting down and chatting with me about podcasting and storytelling. Well, thank like, you for coming into Podbooth and using our uh, facility and uh, studio. I like it. This whole, like, yeah, the sound quality is fantastic. Thank it's you very, very much. good. Um, but. You're not, we're not quite finished because in conclusion, though, can you share with me your be the drop tip? So that is your top tip for becoming a communicator of influence. My answer to, to that is like in my own journey when I realized that my own voice and my own enthusiasm for the topic that I was talking about was genuine and I could just go all out. I could just just drop my guard and just be absolutely obsessed in this thing and I could talk about it with such passion and uh, because everyone has a topic that they can talk about with passion and if you can let loose on that topic and do it in a podcast that is how you'll be a drop you'll you know you'll 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 drop and you'll make waves yeah from that you'll create a waterfall of people who share that passion yes a waterfall (laughs) (laughs) I made waves you made a waterfall (laughs) either or it's all water I love it All right, thank you so much for joining me Rory thank you very much Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. 
Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.